anytime you're you're ready to go. You can even speak in German if you want. I wish I actually spoke German. Like sometimes I, I watch so many of their films, I'm like convinced that I can, and then I remember, nah, you've barely got a grasp on English. <laughs> There's a South Korean site that's called moviescramble.com and they have been they haven't been going as long as we have, but they got the dot com before we did. So there you go. I mean I'm sure the South Koreans would be lovely if you did email them, but if you want us to talk about <laughs> stuff, then you need to get in touch with John at the .co.uk email address. So my apologies for that. It doesn't matter. Nobody actually sends us emails anyway, so it really doesn't matter at all. <laughs> really funny if this type of insight just got plagued all of a sudden. Yeah. Have you never went on and looked at it, no? Did you you know it existed? I have seen it before when I've mistyped the address, but see, because I just bookmark the site, I don't even look. I just hit on it and I I haven't even checked it. And obviously when I'm sure links and stuff like that, it goes to a bit.ly link. So I haven't even looked, but I'm sure sure they have a delightful chat about, I mean, they've probably got more new releases. They're all back open again. The woman who does it, hasn't really posted on it for about two or three years and even then it was quite sporadic it's actually a south korean site but it's in english it's for english-speaking people i'm going to have to change one of my choices the film marshland isn't actually a serial killer film i thought it was but it wasn't it was just the murder of two girls so it wasn't actually like a series i thought it was but i was getting confused because one of the detectives has a bit of a past in it. Have you seen the film? No, do you know, I looked up your choices and the only one I'd seen was Arsenic and Old Lace because I actually mm-hmm. changed my last one, Snowtown, to I Saw the Devil just because I've seen it more recently. Mm. Yeah. It's clearer in my head. But I hadn't seen, what was the other one you said? I'm Not a Serial Killer. I haven't yes. seen that either. I think I saw, I may have seen that at the Glasgow Film Festival, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. So it's a, it was a very small release, but it was a, an excellent new movie. No, I mean, I looked both of them up and, and like saw their trailers and stuff like that, and they do both look really good. We watched that Very Bad Things last night. I've never seen that. Quite old, that film, isn't it? I think it's like 96 or something, yeah. it said on the, the DVD. I had never seen it, though. And I thought it was going to be like The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Like quite light and quite fluffy. And we started watching it, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> escalates out of nowhere I was like oh my god it was quite a good cast like quite a well-known cast as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot of these films around about that time really did have that what did I watch I watched The Host last night which is a oh, Bong Joon-ho film from 2006 2007 it was pretty good actually I've had it for years and years and never watched it yeah. it's a monster movie it's a, yeah. a monster in Seoul it's good it was a good film it's the same lead actor as Parasite Obviously, he's a lot older in Paris. He's a bit, what, must be about 15, 16 years older, but he still played a father in this one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was pretty good. Same sort of expressions and all of that, same sort of vacant expression. And yeah. But yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah. I I would uh, recommend Marshland if you haven't seen it. It's a Yeah, as I say, I looked at both film. the trailers and I was like, oh no, both of them sounds really good. I think Marshland was my favourite film of 2014. 
I think it was the yeah. number one film. It's really good. Really liked it. There's a thing coming on at Sky Atlantic with Mark Ruffalo. And I think it's like... Oh, it's the two brothers. Uh-huh. One's schizophrenic yeah. and he's... Is he like a cop or something? Something like I haven't really looked into it too much, but I think I will give it a go. I thought that looked like something that might actually be interesting to you because I saw it and I was like, oh, I must tell John and then I obviously forgot. But yeah, no, I'm, it, I hadn't seen any apart from obviously Arsenic and Old Lace, which I just love. Um, yeah. You not love Cary Grant. So Chris was like, <laughs> what are you, Chris was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's a Cary Grant movie. And I tried to explain it to him and he was like, that doesn't really sound. And I was like, I know, but it is. It's so good. Yeah, it's, I had, when I thought about it, I thought, yeah, that would be a pretty good one to do because... There's obviously two serial killers in that film, mm-hmm. so I've and I haven't seen it for ages, but it sprung to mind, and it's a, a different type of serial killer film. And I quite like the the fact that we didn't obviously we couldn't go for seven, but yeah. we couldn't go for Zodiac. I hadn't seen Zodiac anyway, but we couldn't go for that, and neither of us chose Hannibal Lecter. I, I know, but that's I haven't seen that in so long. I don't think I could confidently talk about like. I, without talk you know you can talk about the kind of well-known mm. parts but I don't think I could talk about it because I seem to remember watching it really late at night and absolutely shiting myself while I was watching it so it's probably one of those <laughs> ones I've watched like this like I can never say I've fully seen The Exorcist either because I've only ever watched it like I <laughs> well I've, in the last two weeks I've seen both The Exorcist and The Silence of the Lambs Oh, Agent Starling, you think you can dissect me with this blunt little tool? No. I, I thought that your knowledge... You're so ambitious, aren't you? Do you know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes? You look like a robe. A well-scrubbed, hustling robe with a little taste. Good nutrition's giving you some length of bone, but you're not more than one generation from poor wire trash, are you, Agent Starling? And that accent you've tried so desperately to shed, pure West Virginia. What is your father dear? Is he a coal miner? Does he stink of the land? You know how quickly the boys found you. All those tedious, sticky fumblings in the backseats of cars while you could only dream of getting out, getting anywhere, getting all the way to the end of the Because my, my son has been picking films and said, oh, do you want to watch this? Films he's never seen. So we sat and watched oh, The Exorcist last week. that's such a good week. stage to be at, that he's like wanting to see these and, you're, and he's not seen yeah. them before. The Exorcist didn't really hold up, though. It's not, oh, it's not, not nearly as scary as it, probably because I've seen so many sort of pastiches of it and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Some of the effects are a wee bit ropey shall we say but yeah. it's, a, it's a good enough film and and it's completely different pace to sort of normal horror or modern horror, horror films but i was all right silence of lambs right that really held up that was really good yeah. but that's again that's not a horror film that's more of a thriller isn't it more than anything yeah. else it just happens to feature serial killers that's what we were talking about the other night chris is like you should do a podcast on erotic thrillers because now there was that period like in the 80s but it was yeah. mostly like Brian De Palma and stuff like that. But you've got like your mm-hmm. your fatal attraction, your consenting adults, all that sort of thing. And I was like, I don't know what the actual yeah, and film body we heat could watch. Sort yeah, of stuff, that's yeah. what we were talking about. And then we couldn't remember the mm-hmm. name of the film with oh, I forgot his name. Oh, Willem Dafoe and Madonna with the candle wax. What is that? Oh, 
uh, reading reviews of it at the time and people were laughing in the cinema mm. and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It was a body of evidence, maybe? That's, we weren't sure if it was that. We, we, I try not to Google things. I try and just remember because it's one of those ones that like, it'll come to you. Like when you, mm-hmm. then you've got like, sh- I don't know if you could count showgirls as an erotic thriller. But I was like, but what film would we watch? You just want us to talk about boobs. Well, we, well the obvious one for me to talk about would be Dress to Kill, the Michael Caine, Brian De Palma film. I've not seen that. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, I would enjoy that. I love Michael Caine. Yep. Oh, it's it's a really good film. It's a particularly... I remember I still watched it back in the 80s as well. So it was was one of these films and it's it's really well done. And obviously the Palmas got his whole Hitchcock thing going there. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is a, a, a good film. Yes, I think we should. I think we should rope Thomas in at least. Maybe even, yeah. well, obviously Chris is, I don't know if he's joking or not when he says oh, he wants I mean, to join I, in. I think he would definitely like to join in. Like he's done a few things with his gamer friends and stuff like that, but they've never really like taken off. Nobody's ever really committed to doing it like consistently. Yeah. Obviously he's, he was like not wanting to watch Booksmart on Saturday. He was like, this is going to be some film about lassies getting their periods. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's not. And then the two of us were sitting absolutely pissing ourselves laughing. It was so mm-hmm. good. We have to go to a party tonight. What? Nobody knows that we are fun. We didn't party because we wanted to focus on school and get into good colleges. And it worked. But the irresponsible people who partied also got into those colleges. I'm incredible at hand jobs, but I also got a 1560 on the SATs. We haven't done anything. We haven't broken any rules. Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Picasso. He broke art rules. Rosa Parks. Name another Susan one. Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. But that was the kind of attitude a lot of people had with Booksmart because they dismissed it. It didn't do particularly well, like box office-wise, but it's getting a real sort of word-of-mouth buzz about it online and everything that more people are seeing it. Having, I'm trying to think, when did I graduate high school? 2007? Mm -hmm. So, oh God, that's quite some time. That's over a decade ago. Um, But even still... (laughs) Some of the things, like see like the drama club kids and Booksmart and all that, I was like, oh yeah. We had those at school. I was one of those at school. Oh no, it's it's kind of timeless in that sort of respect because it is totally relatable because you've got the same types of groups. Yeah. No matter when you went to school, you had all these kids, the ones that were into music and the ones that were sporty ones and all this. Obviously yeah. a little le- less pronounced in the west of Scotland, but yeah, yeah. It's, still all, it's still always there. Yeah, you can relate. To, even I could relate to some of the, the bits in it as well. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the, the wee animated bit in it and everything as well. That was, was good. Crying. Honestly, see that whole scene where they walked into the house and he's in the full costume and they're mm-hmm. doing this murder mystery night. I was actually crying from start to finish. I, I couldn't cope with it. And then the scene in the taxi where mm-hmm. it's the headmaster and she accidentally puts the porn on through the Bluetooth. I was, yeah. oh my God, I had tears streaming down my face. I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. It's amazing. It's so funny. I like the, the animated scene where they, they thought they were dolls. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, was just, that was just brilliant. That was really good. And then you see them in real life and they're sort of... <laughs> uh, it's good. There was stuff about like can moving online Yes, yeah, that's like the Hedgehog 2, Happy Death Day 3. Sammy will be (laughs) thrilled. (laughs) Did Sonic do that well? I'm not, uh, the Sonic thing kind of bypassed me. 
No, it did. It did very well. It was out just before the lockdown and they reckon it's the highest grossing film based on a game ever. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because at the moment, (laughs) the way things are looking, Jim Carrey is the front runner for Best Supporting Actor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I know that that's what I actually wrote in that piece that I put on this afternoon. I was like, how are there going to be like Oscars or anything next year? Because there's just... And I know they said they would sort of change the goalposts, but ultimately, like, we could get to a stage where we're in November before we see, like, new releases and stuff. So, mm-hmm. a really tight schedule, given that the Oscars yeah. are what, February? Yeah, but it's it's always that kind of that time of year. Well, it's usually September, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's really Toronto that sort of the big releases come out. Obviously, there's some earlier ones, like Parasite last year was a can, mm-hmm. but then it gained momentum towards the second half of the, the year. But I, they really need to be getting stuff out there. Now, Can may have mended relationships with Netflix as well. Ooh. The possibility of them returning to the red carpet. What Said, uh, what, the Double Odds one, the Spike Lee film, is a, a Netflix film. Oh, I just remember, was it, and you'll laugh at my pronunciation is it okia the tilda uh, yeah. swinton one it got yeah, yeah. when the netflix logo went up at the start of that people booed and walked out yeah so i think but, that's where the part of the fallout came from yeah it's, it's a bit strange with can isn't it because it's as it most mostly an industry festival that's not really open to the public i think there's mm-hmm. tickets available but it's mostly industry and obviously newspapers and reviewers yeah. and all that tend to go to these things yeah i said that they've Mended relationships with Cannes, uh, with Netflix, whom I had in a number of high-profile disputes. Yeah, aye, they, they would have returned to Netflix, would have been represented in the red carpet. Another wee thing that we might want to fling in the Vampire podcast, just to kind of tie in with the Robert Pattinson thing, is that Robert Eggers is meant to be remaking Nosferatu, and obviously he directed Pattinson in The, the Lighthouse. That might be mm-hmm. quite a nice... I'd, I'd oh. be, I'm so keen to see what he does with this movie because for me the lighthouse and the witch have both been like outstanding so yeah, i trust really him good. with it yes <laughs> yeah. you know it's not going to be a straightforward adaptation you know no. so i'll be good 